I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist, with your daily relationship nugget. Domestic violence, intimate partner abuse, spouse abuse, they are all still seriously high. The painful truth is that the statistics reveal that Christians are abusing each other at the same rate as non-Christians. This includes physical, emotional, and psychological abuse. Why would someone who loves another hurt that person? It's all about the use and misuse, about power and control. Unfortunately, the Church far too often cultivates that spirit of control by the way it teaches the members. Husbands, are to be in charge of their wives. Wives must be subservient to their husbands. End of quote. We hear more about headship in relationships than companionship, partnership, mutuality, and oneness. We are actually losing our heads over this headship teaching. It is my view that it was not God's intention that husbands are to be in charge of their wives, but instead equal partners. They both are to have equal voice, vote, authority, access, opportunity, and protection in the relationship and in the community. Marriage should be the place where this is best manifested. There is one day in the year when the pain of abuse is great, and that day is Valentine's Day. Yes, believe it or not. I know that day is a a, a loving day for many, but it's a painful reminder for others. On that special day of the year, uh, while thousands share their love with flowers, perfume, chocolate, kisses and hugs, there are many who are troubled, confused, miserable and angry. Far too many are not really happy on that day because of the terrible pain in the relationship. This is physical or emotional pain. Many years ago, I met one of my college classmates who wrote a book entitled When Loving You Is Destroying Me. The Jamaican-born Dr. Alonzo Smith is a pastor, a marriage and family therapist, and a divorce mediation specialist. Although Dr. Smith's book deals with an understanding of divorce and separation, I thought that this title spoke directly to the pain in many relationships when loving you is destroying me. I have observed that when church leaders teach that one must stick with an unloving unlovable person, we have unhappy, miserable, marriage Christians. Dr. Smith cites theologian W. J. Harrington with the view that no written or oral legal code, no document, no piece of paper, no custom, no ceasing of cohabitation between married partners, not even the loss of love can possibly break one fleshness. Harrington contends that Christians must love, continue, and be faithful, even if rejected, even if 
deserted, even if unrequited. In her words, even if loving you is destroying me, I should keep on loving you. End of quote. This is a painful view of love and marriage. God never intended marriage to be a destroying agent in a personal life. It was never God's idea for the church to be an instigator of pain, forcing couples to remain together even if it is life-threatening. Dr. Smith refers to this concept in his book as extreme legalism. Some time ago, I got a letter from an abused pastor's spouse. It is painful to read. Here it is. My husband is one of those pastors who abuse his wife. In the past, I've tried to, to get help and get away from him. He convicted or convinced the judge and even my own lawyer that I was the one with the problem. He has broken my health emotionally damaged my children, and played with my mind, and played with my children's mind. He also convinced my own brothers and sisters, aunts, uncles, nieces, nephews, cousins, uh, not to talk with me, and don't believe me. To a few, he is their pastor, and is a good one. The pastor is, is almost higher than God, and you never question anything he does, right or wrong, because you might be in danger of hell. <laughs> I'm reading a letter from an abused pastor's wife. He has even remarked to me many times that he is like a king. Everyone under his command has to bow down and do what he says. He claims that it is what makes me mad, and I'm jealous of his position. Too many, many years ago, have gone. For me to get an education, or to improve myself, or to support myself, the family will also shun me if I leave. No longer will I be able to see my lifelong friends, or even my own grandchildren. I love my family, but I'm so trapped in this relationship. It is slowly suffocating the life out of me, physically, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Isn't that serious, listeners? That's a true letter I've read. You know, the Valentine's Day should remind us that love means responsible freedom, not slavery. I am in no way in support of no fault or frivolous divorce. No. I am dealing with individuals who feel trapped in life-threatening relationships and cannot find a way out. They are being abused emotionally, psychologically, physically. And then when we talk about Valentine's Day, and I know it is not that now, or it may be in some places, Valentine's Day is not a happy occasion for many of these individuals. And one need not be in a physical abusive relationship to be in a life-threatening one. Oh, this is very serious listeners, and I know some of you listening today, wherever you're listening, are experiencing, are experiencing such pain. So then how do you move on? Should you move on? 
And I want to encourage those who feel that their marriages are really destroying them. Here is number one. Know that you can change your mind. That's the true meaning of love. Number two, believe in yourself. Do not let your spouse's systematic belittling rob you of a positive self-concept. Number three, seek professional help. A trained therapist can help you and you can be find help and peace through going and getting professional help. Number four, be truthful with yourself and others. Do not rob yourself of personal growth and development by lying to, to yourself or others about your pain and misery. Number four, talk to a friend who has a balanced understanding of love and marriage and who will value you as a person and allow you to think for yourself. Number six, do not jump out of one painful relationship into another one. If you do not have grounds to move on with your life, take the time to heal before getting emotionally entangled with someone else. That's very important. Do not hesitate to end the relationship before seeking professional help. I thank you for listening to this program. This is your Daily Relationship Nugget, and I'm Barrington Brennan. Feel free to go to my website at www.soencouragement.org. You have been listening to your Daily Relationship Nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.